evening. You're looking live at the empty chair that Todd Akin was supposed to be sitting in for a live primetime exclusive interview. He's, of course, the only man that anyone in America is talking about tonight. The man who's running for the U.S. Senate from Missouri and who said this. It seems to me, first of all, from what I understand from doctors, that's really rare. If it's a legitimate rape, uh, the female body has ways to try to shut that whole thing down. But let's assume that maybe that didn't mm -hmm. work or something. You know, I think there should be some punishment, but the punishment ought to be in the rapist and, and not attacking the child. It's been a funny old day. We had his opponent, Democratic Senator Claire McCaskill, booked earlier. Then she cancelled. And then we booked Congressman Aiken to tell his story himself. We kept our word. I'm here. Uh, but Rex Elsass, who's the political consultant to Congressman Todd Aiken, did not keep his. He pulled the interview, having agreed it on his behalf at the last possible moment, leaving us and you looking at an empty chair. It's a very nice empty chair, but it remains an empty chair. Why would he say yes, then no? We can only speculate, but we can tell you this. Todd Aiken has until tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern to say whether he's staying in the race or bowing out and then having the GOP replace him on the ballot. And Congressman, you have an open invitation to join me in that chair whenever you feel up to it. Because if you don't keep your promise to appear on the show, then you are what we would call in Britain a gutless little twerp. We have big dreams. It is in the dial that we trust. And as our civilization teeters on the brink of fatal collapse, the value of broadcast gold has soared to unimaginable heights. Join us in the conflux of radio's emerging superpowers. Chris Troy Pavala, T. Sterling Watson, Wendy Lou Aphorismo, and Michael James DuPaul. Cozy up in your bunkers and hope for salvation. This is The Lost Eye. She's being kept alive by medical science. Gee, look at all this stuff. How does it all work? Well, I'll tell you. This one keeps her liver clean. This one checks her pee. How about this one over here? Oh, that's just the TV. <laughs> this one checks her heart rate. This one checks her veins. And this dispenses gravy for her mashed potato brains. Oh, 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 Terry Shivo is kind of alive-o. What a lively little bugger. Maybe we should just unplug her. Terry Shivo is kind of alive-o. The most expensive plant you'll ever see. Ah, yes. Welcome to episode 80 of The Lost Dial, powered by allnoiseradio.com. It is the 80th 
the, the monumental, the paramount episode that you've all been waiting for, number 80. I never thought we'd see the day. My name is Michael James DuPaul. Sitting across from me is my colleague, my friend, my lover, T. Sterling Watson. Well, uh, good morning, Mike. Good morning to you. <laughs> That's news to you, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's where those scratches came nah. from. Nah. Mm. So, yeah, we <sighs> had a kind of a different opening today. A couple yes. openings. That's something you've been trying to play That for little a while. Terry Schiavo bit, yeah, I've been wanting to do that for a while. Um, it goes back to um, me rediscovering the brilliance of the brilliant elements that make up. <clears throat> Family Guy, the brilliant mind of a. Uh, uh, I guess he's. I guess he's brilliant. He, in real life, Seth MacFarlane kind of seems like a, ugh, like like a, duh, not like a duh, but you know what I mean. Like, not sure if I do. Is those are those words? <clears throat> well, I guess he's cool. Like he, he, you know, when he hosts the roasts and everything, and you know, mm. you see him in certain interviews. But he just doesn't seem like the guy behind all of this, all of uh, everything, you mm. know. I mean, he does, but then he doesn't, you know. I guess, I guess, I just expected when I first uh, realized who it was, who was behind this show and a couple other not so great shows. But Are you expect him <laughs> differently, or just I don't know. I just I I definitely didn't expect somebody as well. Uh, uh, well maintained as him, mm, I kind yeah. of expect. I kind of expected a slob, someone. Um, and I mean this, no offense at all to him. Uh, like uh, <laughs> Judd Apato. Who? Okay, yeah, I probably have to pull up a picture for you. Um, Please do. But he is the. I would say he's the creator behind some other famous yeah. thing that you'd expect a face to. You'd, uh, well, even then, I wasn't really sure if I would expect him to look the way that he does, but he just does. Um, oh. Judd oh, Apatow. Judd Apatow. Apatow. Okay, oh, I never Jesus. knew how to pronounce I know his name. Judd Apatow. You're like, Judd Apatow. <laughs> I'm like, is this some French I mean, because I've always heard his name said, like, yeah, and Judd then I Apatow. hear, like, different pronouncements. So, wait, you didn't expect that? or you... I didn't expect him to look the way he does, and then, like, <clears throat> during, um, I think it was, I think I was watching Superbad, and they were, they were doing, like, behind-the-scenes yeah. stuff, and he just kind of appeared, and like, huh, he's some... Beardly man. I didn't think he would look like that. I mean, he didn't. Ex- That's what I would expect Seth MacFarlane to look like. So okay, so more yeah. like that guy, more like Judd Apatow, <laughs> <laughs> this uh, new French. Uh, I apologize, Mister Judd. Judd Apatow for butchering your last name. Oh, Terry Schiavo. And I mean, that's old news. The whole Terry Schiavo thing. Yeah, that that's like way back in the what, 90s yeah, or something, all, right? No, well, not the 90s. Maybe the early. The early 2000s. The early thousands. The early zeros. Yeah. The early. I was like, wow. The early two and three zeros. That's a, that's a long time ago. But it's one of those, um, you know, it was just a, a, a stroke of, of genius when they, uh, when he and maybe some of his other writers. Um, Came up with that. Came up bit. with that little that little ditty, and then before that, we uh, we opened with um, something that happened of, last night. <laughs> yeah, the, I think the greatest replacement for Larry King ever, <laughs> Mister Piers Morgan. Oh, Piers! Oh, Piers! I, I could say a lot, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> oh, Piers! So the good things, the bad things, both. No, I love I love him. I think he's oh, great. Okay, I think uh, I think I expected him to be a little bit more uh, like Simon Cowell, mm-hmm. Powell, Cowell. Is it Cowell, 
I'm not sure if it works the same way. Um, but uh, just like aggression wise, you know, he's. I mean, I've I've seen some some angry um, guests on his show that like kind of butcher him, or they they. You butcher him, or he butchers them. He they butcher him like they're you know. It's a real touchy subject, and they all of a sudden just fly off the handle, get offended by... You or know. they just walk off the set, because I think I've, right. I've heard about that happening a couple of times. There was one guy, and I don't even know who he was. He's, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a Hollywood face, and he's an older guy, and uh, something about his wife. Um, he was accused of killing his wife, but then he was acquitted. Oh, that guy? You um, know who I'm talking about? I think I do. It was the other night, I believe. This uh, I don't remember his name though, but I know I think I know who you're talking he, about. He like Piers just sat there and just let this guy be ridiculous. I mean, this guy's a nut job anyway. Mm. I mean, maybe we can maybe fi- that's why. Maybe we could find that later. Um, because I was really surprised that Piers just sat there and was not like you know like some guys like <clears throat> have you ever watched Steve Wilkos? Yes. All right. When he gets pissed at somebody, he tells him to get the f off of his stage and he throws a chair. Get off my stage. This is my show. You know, if I was peers with that lunatic the other night, mm-hmm. I would have been like, dude, you're, I'm not being unreasonable. I'm asking questions. You came on this show to be interviewed, and I'm interviewing you. You know, whether they're tough questions or not, how did you not expect this? You know? Mm-hmm. And, you're, and, he, and he just turned around, and he, like, chopped Pierce up to pieces. To pieces. And, and I just, you know, uh, if if Piers was, I just, you know, being the, you know, that that the that strict Brit, right, the strict exactly the strict British type. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are, you know, especially the uh, the person the TV personalities. They've, you know, they're entertaining, but on the other hand, yeah, do not true, mess with them. He's also like a Chef Gordon Ramsay's, right? Exactly. He doesn't take nuts. no beef off of nobody. And, uh, Although I don't watch, I don't watch his uh, his show as much anymore. But um, it gets old. Yeah, it does. It's it's funny the first couple times, but I don't know. We'll, we'll have to look it up. I um, but I was really surprised this this dude, and I don't know who he is. He's uh, he's an older guy, and I know who you're talking. about. I can see his face, he, but I just he, don't know. He his was name. wearing like a sleeveless shirt on in this particular or interview, maybe, or do I? Uh, and like well, yeah, we'll look we'll some, look it up some later. Funny hat. <laughs> funny hat. Uh, it wasn't quite a cowboy hat, but it was like in the style of a of a, cowboy. of a you know a brim you know. A cur- yeah, probably once I see it, I, hat. that's that's what I need to do. I need to learn the name of all these hats because as we we I think we talked about before how we we kind of we have a thing for hats we like them right, but we might not necessarily be able to tell you what their official title is. Yes, except for a fedora, but I'm sure there's other types. Oh, of there's fedoras. a zillion types of fedoras. There's right. like um, many denominations. And then there's the hat know. that um, <laughs> um, Mr. Heisenberg wears. Yeah, what, like that. I, that's I, like, I think that's I, called like a stovetop, I think. Really? I think so. Looks, I'm, he pulls it off. He I does, mean. he does. I mean, because it fits like his character now. Like we see. Yeah. He- Heisenberg has definitely reared his ugly head quite a few times. And every time it's like that hat brings him back to his. Uh, yeah, he keeps to looking his at it. Alter ego. Heisenberg. It's just, a, it's a symbol now. We, we see yeah. it and we think, wow, that's, that's bad. He's like, ooh, there's the hat sitting in the seat. I'm going to offer this guy uh, 50 bucks for this car that he likes. Mm. Nobody else does. 
Uh, that's why they I don't know if we're, after are we a couple ready, years of assembly. I don't know if we're ready to get into that yet, or we're gonna oh. talk about what uh, what what Pierce, who Pierce was referring to in yeah, that little that little bit. Let's talk about it. So, well, what were you talking about? Breaking Bad. Either no, Breaking Bad or Ken. Whoops. So we'll come back to we can just, come back to either or. Now we'll uh, we'll do Breaking Bad in the second period. Second yeah. segment. Oh, in the second segment. All second right. segment. Because I'm not even prepared. I don't have the the music prepared, but I'll mm. I'll definitely. Second segment. Second segment. So yeah, let's let's talk about Mr. Uh, Todd Akin, who mm. we won't know until Todd later. Todd Akin, you and your names, Todd. you kill what, me. That, that's his name. Todd Aiken. Todd. You're like, hey, you know that guy Todd Akin? His name's Todd Akin. What? Aiken? Why? You know what? I really, whatever. whatever. Patel, Todd Akin. Todd Akin. Just it just flows. They me. they well they sound like foreigners to me. Well, when that's you say that's them. why yeah. I think that's why I'm You're pronouncing trying to it that throw way. Me off. I think that's why I'm pronouncing it that way because all the Akins that I know are pronounced Akin. Aiken. Aiken. Is there, isn't there a country singer with the last name Aiken? There's a Clay Aiken. Oh, Clay Aiken. Is he See, a and I would have... He no, he's more of like a pop singer. Ah. Uh, he, he was the first first loser... No, he wasn't the first loser, <laughs> but the first runner-up of um, American Idol. Nope, I lied. I'm sorry. He's not. To uh, he's the Kelly sec- Clarkson. Nope, second one. I'm sorry. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. The first runner-up was Justin. I don't know his last name. Bieber? <laughs> he wishes. Um, Justin, somebody with some big hair, and but we've never seen. Have you seen again. the commercials for the Cantina Bowl at Taco Bell? I went to Taco yes, Bell the other day too. Yes, I think I did. Something looked appealing about it, so they brought in some master sh- Latino chef, hmm. Latina, so to create Latino. the Cantina the Cantina Bowl. Hmm. Uh, no, maybe I haven't seen that commercial then. Pardon me, didn't I, I thought I saw it from the corner. I saw. I thought I saw it in the uh, on the reflection. On the, the reflection, I thought I saw the cantina, the cantina bowl, the cantina bowl. No, I don't think I've seen it. Um, T- tell me what you know about Toddakin. <laughs> Will it's actually Will uh, William Todd, quote unquote. Todd's is a is a his nickname mm. or his middle name, but he goes by it. Kind of like what I do. Right, right, right. He's he's W Toddakin. <clears throat> <laughs> Um, representative. You know why I also did that? Because I was already trying to map out a title for this episode. Uh, and I, I said akin to akin. So. Can you uh, can you make a, make a note of the time? Okay. Because uh, I, I just wanted to say that um, I like to give out these awards on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, U.S. representative of Missouri's 2nd District, right. just in case you wanted to know which district it was. He's running for Senate, but he is the is the representative of Missouri's second congressional district. He gets this week's biggest dummy retard <laughs> planet award. <laughs> I like to award people weekly with the um, and you the know biggest what? dummy retard award. That was actually something I had um, <laughs> somewhat similar. I I want to introduce, and I have my wow awards. <clears throat> something I started way back when. What I was does that here. stand for? It doesn't stand for anything. It's just like wow. Like I can't believe I'm seeing or hearing or what this. Uh, this exploded upon the main stage yesterday. It did. What? What was this on a Sunday show? Oh, I don't know what. This day was, was a random happened. ass show too. The because um, it, it came out of nowhere. And, and yeah, you're right. It you know it yesterday, yesterday it just was like a mushroom cloud. Yesterday was just such a long day for me, so that's why it feels like this happened like a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess he, you know, happened to say this. See what happened again. I guess I, I, I always tell you, I found out a lot of things through Twitter. Yeah. And um, 
one of the things that was trending was legitimate rape. Was the world a buzz with the? Uh, oh Twitter? yeah, they yeah. were. They were. So in my mind, I'm immediately like, "What is a legitimate rape?" I mean, <laughs> rape is rape, and, dude. And it's called it's called sheer ignorance. But you know, I didn't get to sit down and kind of research to figure out what this was all about. Oh, you thought legitimate rape was an actual real thing? Well, I'm trying. I was like trying to figure out term? what it meant, like. Like, who was saying this? Well, according to him and the doctors that he's <laughs> spoken to, these are doctors straight out of, like, you know, a sci-fi original series or something. Right, right. Um, the, uh, the woman, the, the, uh, the weaker of the sexes, uh, has the ability, with a legitimate rape, mm -hmm. to her body just shuts it all down. It, it, it kills off any sperm entering her, uh, her Yeah, her, her body her has... vagina. She can choose, I guess, too. Yeah. To but no, that's how you can tell if the woman is lying. You know, if she said, oh, I was raped and she got pregnant, she was loving it. She wasn't getting raped. She was loving it. It was not a legitimate raping because her body would have automatically turned it all off, turned off the powers of reproduction. First of all, from what I can, uh, from what I understand <laughs> from doctors, pregnancies, from rape is really rare. If it's a legitimate rape. That's that's like what that's the part that got me. And the female body has ways to try to shut that whole thing down. Get out of here. Where are you reading this? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I guess you just can't help it sometimes because it's just ridiculous. You mean this is this is actually published? That's that's what he said. I mean, it's on. Oh right no, now. I thought you went and did your own research no, and found this. I'm somewhere. reading his quote. Oh, I'm like, you got to be kidding me, dude! That you actually found somewhere that oh, no. this was that this I am is actually in print. I am rereading his quote. Oh God, you almost made me. I should have said. Republican Todd you only, Aiken. You almost made me skid my underoos. And I quote. And then, I'm like, you, know. you really found... All right, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. Continue. Pardon that's me. That's it. That's it. That's all I had. Because I had this... I pulled up this little picture here. Yeah, I thought you pulled up your own research yeah, where, where you found... You know, where you found in print um, the doctors that, uh, that have... Oh no, no! I'm sure all the this doctors. Is, this but... is this is in the New England Medical Journal <laughs> that is published yearly. Oh yeah, the the BS Medical Journal, which I actually told a friend about the BS Medical. Yeah, because I was trying to um, prove to them that coffee would help get rid of their toothache. Yeah. So I was just making up facts. Right. right so right. apparently, uh, Mr. Aiken does the same thing. He reads from the same journal I do, mm. which doesn't exist. <sighs> But that little picture, that was just um, him and Paul Ryan together. I guess he co-sponsored a bill. Look at him. Look at him. Look redefine. At, looking at the back of Paul Ryan's <laughs> head. He's like, oh, I want to. Legitimately rape that? I, yeah, I want to I wanna stroke your, your, your back head hair. And to him, that probably wouldn't be a legitimate rape. No. It would be consensual between two, two um, um, just completely absurd lunatic right wing right wing fringe <laughs> kind of ran out of steam there oh look at them Damn. what is it what is wrong what is wrong with the right man what is wrong with with republicans and their self-righteousness and, and 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 they, they know you know what is uh, I, I don't know i don't know what it is um but Seriously, I think he really he should pull out by now of this this race. You're a devout Christian, yes. 
Do you completely um uh as far as um as far as creationism versus evolution? I mean, as a Christian, do you do you accept both ideas? I mean, obviously you lean one way or the other as far as how the how the world was created and how mankind is walking about to this day. I accept creationism <clears throat> with um, with hints of evolution right. because you know science is there. So science, what's that? <laughs> science. But these guys, I mean, they're, I mean, and that's just one example of, um, of, of their tomfoolery. <laughs> um, they're just, they're nuts. I'm sorry. They're nuts. I mean, th- and why this are you is, apologizing? Uh, this guy just, you know, he sums it up. He, he, he puts, he dots the I and crosses the T when it comes to. Well, let's not forget later on crazy. he said that he misspoke. They always come back. I know back they, they and, always you know, say that. When, when you know, the, the which me- I hate. When, when the media crucifies them in a in a you know less than twenty four hours, and you know their political career is on the line, and they're having you know members of their own party, their own faction, telling them you know, <laughs> you might want to step aside with this one because mm-hmm. you really you really let the the something out of the cage. I would say this. this is almost worse than like. I don't know if it's worse. I don't know if I can the say slut? that. No, I was going to say of a, like a sex scandal. Oh. But it still is a scandal and it's still related to sex. Illegitimate or not, maybe not illegitimate. I mean, and the fact, you know. Unconsensual. Abortion's a touchy one. Um, oh, know, yeah, because that's how, that's how it all started. Like the whole debate was about abortion. Right. It? I mean, like I, I. Not being a woman, I can't even say that like this is my position on abortion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I will never in my life be in a situation where that would even be an option for me. It's something you can never experience. Right. So, therefore, I'm not going to stand here like, you know, most of these, these men do, these men in power, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, banging their gavel and, you know, stomping around. And, you know, this is, this is what it is, and that's how it is. And, you know, speaking for, you know, speaking for women, you know. Um, writing all of laws. us men we're speaking for women right, right. now so. so I'm not even going to say this is my position on abortion because that's just how I am and it's, it's because I just you know I, I really don't feel as though I have the right to like these guys stand around and bark about you know this is my position on abortion. So wait, your position on whether it should be like legal or not or just well I'm not even well you don't even want to get going to right that. right that's okay. what I'm saying is I'm not but Um, just the whole idea, and, and I mean, as 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 tricky of a situation as it is, because I'm trying to like talk about it without you know really talking about right, it, right? Without yeah. saying you know, well, giving with, your opinion, <clears throat> right? Without either swaying one way or the other as far as where I stand with with that subject, but who that? Oh, the, yeah, the black guy enthusiast. <laughs> um. Yes. But it is just crazy to hear these people saying, you know, absolutely out of the question, you know, we still uh we still are against the idea of aborting a pregnancy. Um 
due to rape, legitimate or not. Mm-hmm. Now right. that now there's this issue of a legitimate, if it, if it's not legitimate, legitimate rape. Right, right. Oh yeah, because you know we had never heard. Of I this want before. them to define that too. Right, by the way. exactly. Or you know um, cases of incest, where a lot of cases of incest are rape situations. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Is it legitimate incest? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to got to touch on that now. Yeah. You know, now that you know there, there's been such a line drawn because it could be legitimate incest but illegitimate rape. So what what happens? Yeah. It's just it's just too much. It's it's, it's mind boggling, and and that's and that's what I'm, the point I'm trying to get at. It is mind boggling, you know, that some of these these situations where you know, <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I, I, I can see both sides. I can, I can see, you know, well, no, I can't say I can completely see both sides, you know, because um, a, 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 a pregnancy aborted due to, you know, some just the most horrendous, the most awful, tragic, horrendous situation being a rape style situation. Right, right. A legitimate one. Or, that. Yeah, right. A very, so legitimate that it makes your hair stand up. That um, they, they found the rapist. He's guilty. <laughs> it's, it's legitimate. Right. So, yeah, okay, this was such a tragic situation, and the woman does not want to go through with this, so she aborts the pregnancy because it was just the worst, the utmost, the epitome of the worst thing that could ever happen to a woman right. where she ends up becoming pregnant. Yeah, maybe that aborted pregnancy could have turned out to be the next Gandhi, mm. the next Martin Luther King Jr., the next whatever. Mm-hmm. So I can see where that is the argument, you know, like by, by terminating that you could have terminated our savior, you know, the second coming of the Messiah, you know, like, mm-hmm. but I'm sorry, you know, but think, I mean, think why about why did that even happen anyway? I mean, that shouldn't have happened. So therefore, yeah, exactly. It should have never happened. And think about the woman who's going to be carrying this pregnancy to term. Mm-hmm. Think about the, uh, um, just, that's like I, a, I guess they can't. I guess they just can't even look at that woman, that particular woman, as a human being, knowing what that is, is her what choice. would yeah, what would be going on in the mind, the the physically and mentally and emotionally, mm-hmm. with this woman that went through this sort of a unbelievable uh, event. I'm actually now remembering. You know, um, I don't a woman who actually gave me her perspective of it and saying that had it happened to her, like this is just some other event like way in the past, that yeah. it would be like she would be carrying around a scar and a memory of that event. Right. And it would be like that gave me quite a different perspective. For on nine it, months so. and even beyond the nine months, once you carry that pregnancy to term and have the child And it's no fault of the child, it's just right. the act it's that just, created yeah, the child. It's, it's so like it's, how 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 can you just one day turn off not, you know, looking at that child and not being, you know, mm-hmm. being brought back to that, to that, to that happening. And say the child even looks like the right, right. Does yeah, it. exactly. So like, and that's how it normally happens. It's going to have the spitting image face of, of the Papa hmm. of, of the dirty, dirty, legitimate raper. As long as he's legitimate though. Right. Know? Legitimate. Because that's... if not, the woman would have turned off all of her, all of oh, her. Oh yeah, she just would have yeah. just shut down. Man. Right. There's a switch. There's an internal switch, and uh, you you um, uh, what is it? Involuntarily, you <laughs> involuntarily you, you, nope, you shutting you, it down. You involuntarily just like blinking and just like you know. And I mean, I know women have these breathing. switches, like not, 
I know they have like other emotional and whatnot switches, but I just didn't know that that was one of them that existed. But thank you, uh, Mr. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Mr. Aiken. Uh, yes, uh, Mr. Oh, Tottakin. Thank you, <laughs> Re- Representative Tottakin from the Second District of District of Missouri for uh, bringing it all to our attention. But we now, gotta, yeah, now we, we understand how you know the female body works. We got to take a little break on uh, episode eighty, uh, powered by AllNoiseRadio.com. Tottakin, <laughs> we'll be right back. The smooth sounds of Tottakin. <laughs> And I'll never let my son have an ego. He'll be nice to everyone wherever we go. I mean, I might even make him be Republican. So everybody know it's all right. Mmm. These are great green beans, Mrs. White. I like that you got the the slivered almonds going. My mom always made them like that. You put lemon in there too? They are from the deli at Albertson's. Oh. Oh. Well, uh, you know, good, uh, good work on your, your shopping then because these are choice. <clears throat> I, uh, I eat a lot of frozen stuff. It's usually pretty bad. I mean, pictures are always so awesome, you know? It's like, hell yeah, I'm stoked for this lasagna, and then you nuke it, and the cheese gets all scabby on top, and it's like, it's like you're eating a scab. I mean, seriously, what's that about? It's like, yo, whatever happened to truth in advertising? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's bad. So, hey, uh, how's business? The car wash. Mr. White said it's, it's going really well. You're a, you're a great manager. He did, huh? Oh, he did. Yeah, he said you got to run it like a, like a machine. Like well-oiled. Yeah. <clears throat> what else did he tell you about me? Just uh, just good stuff. Just really, you know, really good, good stuff. Um, we don't really talk that much about, um, you know, uh, personal, personal things. Did you also tell him about my affair? <laughs> Welcome back to episode eighty of the Lost Dial, powered by AllNoiseRadio.com. 
It's a little, <laughs> little clip, very uncomfortable scene from a... Most awkward dinner yeah. ever. Oh, God. <laughs> finally, finally, Mr. Pinkman gets to uh, socialize a bit, I guess, with uh, Skylar, Mrs. White. Oh, Mrs. White, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, doesn't go too well, because Skylar's having a, a bit of a nervous tizzy herself. A breakdown of sorts. Oh, yeah, she's kind of been that way for the past uh, while now. Oh, yeah, this whole season. Everything that's going on. Anyway, welcome to Breaking Bad Recap. <laughs> so, yeah, if you haven't known by now, you probably should be skipping this part uh, since we'll be spoiling a bunch of stuff. Even though we haven't done it in the past couple of weeks because of uh, right, busy right. schedules and whatnot. Everything's been all mixed up. Uh, so but I guess yeah. One of the places I guess we should start is what happened last week with uh, the ending of... Um, what is his name? Toby? Is his name Todd, too? I think his name is Todd as well. It's Todd. I wrote it down as... Um, <clears throat> uh, I had a little nickname for him. Doofy I couldn't think kid. of his name. Oh, yeah. F*** boy. Ah, great. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're making me work hard this, this uh, episode. Yeah, I normally, I normally <laughs> give you a break, but today, yeah, yeah, today, today, you're just, today there's a couple. Just going all Not only does... I um, can understand with uh, Aiken. Yeah, Todd Aiken, you know, he gets the biggest dummy retard award but so does uh so does todd aka boy great <laughs> that's it no more no for more now. no for more now, curse yeah. no more curse words so what did we what did we have yeah so anyway uh todd Toddo, I, I think i think that's his name um shoots the little boy uh it was that was another great um teaser you know because mm-hmm. you know, the the last week's show opens with uh Kid on a dirt bike, he finds a spider, puts it in a jar. You've never seen this kid before. Exactly. He rides off into the desert on his dirt bike. And with this show, I'm always like worried that something is going to just jump out, and or maybe this kid is just going to... I don't know. Something's going to happen unexpectedly. And that didn't happen until the end of the right. episode. And you, and you pretty much... I mean, even me, I I've kind of forgot. Like I, mm-hmm. I was intrigued at first. Oh, what's this kid? How is he, how is he going to play into whatever exactly. happens in this episode? You kind of forget about it. uh, Right, right, right. Um, And then you know you're so worked up by this whole this whole. uh, I got a bone to pick with that train, and you're like, oh, I was like at the edge of my seat, at the edge of my seat. Not even you know, I totally forgot about the kid, Mm -hmm. and then boom, I'm like, once everything gets quiet and they're standing there, I'm like, the kid. He's going to be right there, isn't yeah. he? Yep, boom. And then all of a sudden, Todd just pulls out, bam. But I got a bone to pick about this little kid, though. Because mm-hmm. they show him in the beginning, riding his bike, whatever. Yep. And then he just stops randomly, and then he looks over, and he happens to see the spider from the distance that he walked from his bike yeah, to. He's young. He's got good eyes. All right. Not, not, not that I'm nitpicking, even though I am. He eats I'm, carrots. I'm just, I'm just saying. He, he ate carrots before Todd had to shoot him. Yeah, before it ended his life. And... Then we can fast forward to this this last episode where apparently they had to dispose of him, and that right. was pretty. They, they went back to old old tricks of the trade. Um, you know, whatever it is they use, I forget. Well, but it whatever, dissolves yeah. all things. They this is the bike. They dismantle the whole dis- bike. Disassemble the bike. They chop up the pieces that are you know the big parts and uh, load it into a big. On those tubs and then... Big tub, dissolve it, and then they dig through the dirt and find the kid mm-hmm. who, uh, Todd shot, dissolve, yeah. dissolve him. Obviously, we know how uh, Jesse feels about kids yes. being killed at all, yeah, um, he, he, let alone being involved. He's just, he's very, Jesse's always been, um, 
very kid friendly. Even um, in the episode Peekaboo, which was in the second season, when he has to go and uh, find Splooge and his uh, <laughs> the um, what does he call her? Skank, 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 skank. <laughs> and uh, they have a little boy there, and Jesse feels obligated to um, <clears throat> to you know watch over this kid mm-hmm. while he's waiting for Spooge and uh, his uh, his wife to get back. And their kid, who's just you know dirty as <laughs> dirty can be, and hungry. That's and, right. Okay. I mean, it, the more you talked about it, the more I was like, okay, I remember little now. Little redhead kid. I remember now. He plays yeah. peekaboo with him and. And then he sets him outside, you know, as the cops are coming. Or he calls the cops and sets him outside. And he's like, whatever you do, don't go back inside. Or you're going to see your dad's head crushed with an ATM machine. <laughs> very, very um, happy stuff happens in the show. So, you know, there was that with that incident with the kid. And then, you know, the whole um, uh, Brock, you know. Um, but just the fact that he does he didn't like Gus using kids. Right, exactly. The whole, you know, her kid brother ends up being the one that shoots Combo, and then, you know, Brock gets poisoned, he thinks, and, mm-hmm. you know, he, he he feels that it's Walt that did it, almost kills Walt over this kid, and, you know, <laughs> now this kid, and he, he, I like how he decks Todd. Yeah, and you, I mean, we Todd all comes out, he's just, like, shooting the crap with him about, you know, and... I forgot what he said, but, I something mean... Something stupid. I think we all were waiting for it. We all wanted for it to happen, yeah. and... Knew that Jesse was going to knock just, that kid out. It's just seconds. Just a matter of seconds. Either knock him out or kill him. I, I was thinking maybe, maybe, uh, Jesse'd be packing heat and pull out a gun and blow him away. Mm. <clears throat> Which well, they were going to vote. They did vote on that. Exactly. That was the pretty much the next part of that, um... After that, deciding what to do with Todd, so they decided to keep him on. But then, both Mike and Jesse decided that you know it's, it's they're done. To, yeah, they're yeah. Done. I mean, for one thing, Jesse just I think emotionally, mentally can't take it anymore. There's just been too many things, and you know, it's been a lot different than when he started out before him and Mister White got together. You know, he was just a he was just you know a, he was. Captain Cook or whatever, but, you know, he didn't... He wasn't involved in the kind of things he's involved in now. This is, like, the main stage of the... Excuse me, meth game. Um, But now Walter White is in the Empire business. Right. Uh, Yes, I'm in the Empire business. Quick shout-out, by the way, to um, Ariel from 808s and Coffee Breaks, who watches the show. She does watch Breaking Bad? Yeah. Not like... Not like I guess we do, but she'll, she'll catch an episode here and there, so... She was a... She was tuned in last night, too. Well, last she, night, Sunday night. Yeah. Kind of quoting along. But she, she knows enough of what's going on in the show where it's not a complete mystery. Like Apparently. Okay. And I, I informed her, like, they're all on Netflix except for this current season, obviously. But Right. Um, but that was a popular thing I kept seeing last night. Everyone saying, I'm in the Empire business. I'm in the Empire business. Uh, but, yeah. And the thing is, I mean, <clears throat> and what we didn't... Um, Let's see. Actually, no. Um, well, after that uh, very uncomfortable dinner scene where uh, Jesse dines with uh, the whites, <laughs> the whites yeah. uh, basically, <clears throat> Walter uh, tells Jesse, you know, basically him being a, his job, his career, his job as a meth cook is really the only thing he's got left in his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, his kids are gone because... You know, Skylar feels that they're in danger, and uh, 
basically he says that uh, that Skylar is like counting down the days waiting for his cancer to come back because then she'll be in. With Walter gone, with her husband gone, you know, hopefully it's the cancer that kills him and not some, you know, some uh, drug-related event gone wrong and he gets murdered or whatever. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he's like, so, you know this is all I've got left and you're trying to take it away. And the whole thing is, you know, Mike, uh, Mike wants out of it because he's got, he's got tails on him all right, the time, which I thought well, that was a pretty tails. That was a cool scene. Though. I like it. Yeah. When he leaves the note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he, uh, he knows he's, he's just, he's just an awesome character. Yeah. Really. Mike, Mike, you can't get nothing by Mike, but the thing is, it's funny. What did I write down here? Um, one of the big scenes, uh, Basically, um, where do I have this? Uh, oh, uh, yes. Mike almost shooting Walt yet again. Mm-hmm. Yet again, saved by Jesse. Right. Uh, how many times in this show has Mike put a gun to Walt <laughs> <laughs> in the attempts of... In, in the very beginning, it's uh, basically... When they are, uh, him and Victor are bringing him downstairs to kill him. Right. And, uh, you know, and then, but in, even with that, Jesse doesn't step in and say, Mike, no, 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 no. Here, Mr. Walt, here, Mr. White out. Uh, basically, Jesse saves him because he's allowed to make a phone call to give up Jesse. Mm-hmm. So he calls Jesse and with that tells him, you got to go kill Gail because, um, they're going to kill me. They have me right. down at the laundry. They're going to kill me. So each time Jesse, it's it's funny. You can look at it in many different ways. All the different times they've saved one another's lives, even though they've put each other's lives in in <laughs> danger, but they save one another. But um, yeah, every time great friends. Every time Mike has has uh, put a gun to Walter's head or pointed a gun at him, uh, Jesse has been there to kind of save him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Mm. But uh, so the, pl- the plan is Mike uh, wants to sell the methylamine that they. <laughs> that they stole from yeah, the that great they train just robbery, by the way. Yeah, that was pretty intense in the previous episode. That was very, very intense. And basically, you know, can't do it anymore. So it's clear to say <laughs> that Walter really doesn't have much of a conscience anymore. And I'm just wondering what else will happen that he just doesn't care about. Yeah. I think there's two episodes left. There's two episodes left. And in fact, I actually read a tweet this morning from uh, Mr. Aaron Paul saying that he's terrified of, I guess, what the next two episodes will entail. So Aaron Paul says this? Yeah. Matter of fact, I probably should look it up. Which he knows. I mean... Yeah, yeah, of course he knows, but he's like... Just like basically... Oh really? It's gonna be that wild that he's he's nervous for the fan base. The right. fan base is just gonna go nuts. I'm pulling it up now. Um, uh, two more episodes to go this season of Breaking Bad, and I'm terrified for you all to see how it goes down. Wow. Get ready for the madness. And that's from you. Aaron follow Paul. Aaron Paul? Actually, I don't. Hmm. Maybe I should. Look at his picture. The hell's wrong with him? You got, he, did he poke his eye? Well, you know, it's your, it's an <laughs> avatar picture. I mean, you're a, your picture isn't even a picture of you. I know. Well, then again, the same could be said about me, because my infamous breakfast face. The breakfast face, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Good old breakfast face. French toast and bacon fry brows. 
Um, the oh, I, I want to start. I mean, I'd like to start the uh, the Breaking Bad series finale death pool. Oh, who's? Um, <laughs> Because I am very, uh, I think about it with each episode that uh, that that comes and goes. Who's uh, gonna make it? Right by the end of this, by the series finale, which well, let's just say by summer. the end of the next two episodes. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Or you think I'm, everybody involved is gonna make it? Well, not make it, but they're. Gonna I think maybe maybe somebody. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I. This is who I, all right. I think by the time it's all said and done, and I really don't know what would happen in the next two episodes, but mm-hmm. by the end of the series next summer, <laughs> uh, I think these are the people that I think are not going to make it. Okay. Skylar, I think something's going to happen to her. I don't know Suicide. whether yeah, whether she kills herself or I I can't really put my finger on it, but I do not think Skylar makes it. Um I do not think Mike is going to make it. Sadly. I think Walter will is going to do something to to take Mike out. I mean, if he was able to kill Gus, he's going to be able to kill the man that used to protect Gus, you know. Uh, I don't know. He might be maybe like, maybe he will be dying. Oh no, they already kind of did that with the last, with the ending of the last season. I don't know. I'm not sure if I really want to count Mike out yet. Maybe I, because I just like him so much. As a oh, I love him. I think he's a great character, but I, I, I do think that he will be. He I think will Jesse be, will make it. I'm, I'm fifty I'm fifty. I'm fifty fifty with Jesse. I don't know. Um, I have a, I have a. I have a kind of a kind of a weird feeling when it comes to is Jesse gonna make it? And everyone, I guess everyone is pretty much guessing or saying that Walter's not gonna make it because yeah, I mean he's another fifty-fifty. I mean they compare him to Scarface. At least that's even what uh, Vince was saying. He's he's greedy. I mean he's he's become he's he's crossing that that threshold like just like Tony Montana did in. Scarface. I mm-hmm. mean, and that's that is. I mean, it's and there's enough foreshadowing there to 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 say that that's what's going to happen. Because I mean, he was even watching it with Walter Jr. Amazingly, when not eating breakfast, but you know, that's yeah. that's what happened. So, oh, you know, it was funny. Speaking of breakfast, in uh, his birthday episode, when uh, Skylar takes a, she doesn't have enough bacon to make the fifty-one, so she takes <laughs> like one of Walter Jr.'s. Bi- pieces of bacon and his face when she took one of his pieces of bacon was classic. <laughs> uh, you do he not mess was with. so mad that she Don't took one of his pieces of bacon. With Flynn's bacon. Or his breakfast. But Flynn, Flynn was, you know, Flynn was like, hey, that's the tradition. Dad gets uh, his, his year, his age in bacon on top of his breakfast. Mm. But don't you dare use one of my pieces of bacon when you don't have enough, Mom. This is this is Walter Jr. talking about. This is breakfast. Right. This is, this is the yeah. most important thing in my life. The breakfast club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, anyway, I think... Um, oh, yeah, and also, um, as far as this past episode, uh, the only other thing I had written down 
Skylar obviously finds out that Walt told Marie about the Beneke affair. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe that would be a relief to Skylar mm-hmm. that that was what was said to just keep her at bay right. as far as oh, know, the real trying secret. to find out, you know, Marie is kind of, you know, she's nosy, pokey, and, you know. And she can't keep a secret. Right. So I figured Skylar would be like, all right, that's better than what you could have told her. And I really do, one of the things I really admire about this show, and it, it goes the same for, like, Breaking Bad, and I was actually thinking about this the other day, is that uh, these shows are great with subtext. And having, you know, gone to writing classes and, um, like, screenwriting and um, how films are put together, all that stuff, yeah. it's all the things that aren't said and things that don't really need to be said. And that's, right. that's where, like, exposition comes in and someone explains <laughs> right. for the dumb audience. Right. I'll just put it that way. Because... Um, some people might not understand why uh, Jesse was looking as perplexed as he was when Walter was uh, going on saying, okay, you know, just take the night off. I know you're having a hard time with the kid dying, and I'm just going to continue working. And then he goes off working and starts whistling and everything. Right, and, and Jesse's like... That was just really a powerful scene to me. Because yeah. Jesse's like, I'm devastated. How can you yeah. just, you know... The, ev- everything, everything, um, everything that's happened since he hooked up with Mr. White. Mr. <laughs> White. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's taken its emotional toll on Jesse Pinkman. He's, mm-hmm. not, as, uh, he's not as thick-skinned or just like um, uh, consciously dead as um, consciously dead. Um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, as, as Walter is. So, like, he's just he's just so... <laughs> flabbergasted that this guy could just, you know. And he's definitely, no, not Jesse, but Walter's definitely in transition from, like, the very beginning. Jesse being more tougher than Walter was, and now right. now Walter is like, right. <laughs> whatever. Nothing nothing phases him. He's so desensitized to everything. And, you know. and the fact, I mean, I, we just, I don't think we should just gloss over how he escaped the radiator. So, being oh, yeah. tied up, because... Uh, you just can't leave a chemist alone like that. <laughs> no, no, no. You, I mean, yeah. I wonder what his original plan was, because it looked like he was trying to get the uh, the glass coffee, or maybe because to break it and use break, that to Yeah, I think that's what he was thinking to do. But then use he decided, a shard of coffee, coffee pot. But then he decided to use the wire or something way... I would never have thought of that. Use that as a, what, is that a soldering iron? In, I don't know yeah, what it's in called. The per, in the process of break. burning his, his wrist flesh, too. So yeah, that that is the sign of a someone who's trying to run an empire. Um, right. I don't want to call him an emperor, but what else? Drug king. Did you see the preview for the next episode? I did, but I, I don't. What did I? And they standing out in the desert, meeting with these guys that want oh. to buy the methylamine. Yeah. And they know him by his uh, Heisenberg. His name. name. Yeah. And he throws a bag of the blue out to uh, be like, "Yeah, you know who I am," <laughs> and they know who he is. <laughs> He's known. He's known far and wide. And that's kind of what he wanted, too, wasn't it? He just wanted to be... I mean, when even with, um, uh, uh, I think, Gale, when he was talking to his brother-in-law about, like, uh, he's like oh, who is this guy? And, like, this guy's nobody. Or, I don't know. I don't know. There was, like, he wants recognition. Right. Even though that recognition would get him... He had a few too many glasses of wine and was, like, you know, basic, basically... Ooh. Basically, um... Wow. 
You're just blowing up over there, aren't I'm you? I'm blowing up. <laughs> Basically, uh, at one point in time, um, Dean Norris, I mean, uh, Hank was... Uh, <laughs> I keep wanting to call him by that name, too. Dean, uh, he was um, satisfied with uh, Gail Benneker as... Uh, being Heisenberg. Being, be, yeah, being Heisenberg, until Walter didn't... Uh, yeah, he just wanted recognition. Mm-hmm. To be, and, the, I guess, the best or the... I don't know. It, he, he could, he, you know, obviously he couldn't sit there and be like, well, brother-in-law <laughs> in the DEA, I'm actually Heisenberg. But, you know, he had to do it in a way that he can still go about his business without getting busted. But as you said, it goes back to him being greedy and he just needs... It's called he just, greed. He just needs more and more. Um, I got a text and I guess this will end our Breaking Bad segment. Yeah, so I have got, back. I've got nothing left. Neither do I. That's all um, I've got. Although I don't remember if there's any cliffhangers that the show left out on. Um, but Repub- I just got this text from CNN. Uh, Republican ah. <laughs> Todd Aiken says he's staying in the Senate race despite calls for him to quit because of controversial rape remarks. Now, he is running against some Claire, McCla- Claire oh, McCaskill. Oh, wait, yes, right. Claire, uh, they mentioned McCaskill. That. Claire McCaskill. Do I still have that up? Senator Claire McCaskill, who's yeah. a Democrat. Obviously, he's running against uh, the opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and she, being a woman, um, being a woman senator, there's not too many of them, and they're they're a little, they're very tiny caucuses, very proud, and um, uh. You know, she's not a flaming feminist or anything like that, but she's a woman, and uh, I'm sure any woman, you know, or, you know, the whole uh, contraceptive debates that were going on and everything, just the audacity of the gall of these men in power, these men politicians to stand around and, uh, you know, discuss the fate of of women's health care, you know, as far as uh, you know, reproductive things, <laughs> contraceptive things, um, you know, and dictate the future of of, of what they can and can't do. Mm-hmm. You know, I can understand where women are appalled by this. It's, it's, it's. I almost said it's ungodly, but you can't. I'm, you know, <laughs> <clears throat> done human, maybe. Yeah, it's inhuman. Yes, yes. So we'll just go the opposite. Of so this Claire McCaskill, anyway, being a woman, being a one of very few women senators, and just being a woman in general, she's going to do everything in her power to burn this man to the ground. And she's already got the women's vote. Yeah. Probably half of them because she's a woman herself, yeah. but then also because of what he just she's said. She's a cutie patootie, anyway. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't seen her. In fact, I didn't even know she was a she's woman. A sweet, said, she's so. a sweet gal. All I know is, uh, yeah, I already went back trying to get that link, but Aiken's empty chair is already ready to debate her empty chair. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't tell the. Oh, I didn't tell the the listening audience. You told that, me, but that you didn't. Aiken's empty chair has a Twitter account. Yeah, inanimate um, objects, one of Sterling's favorite things. <laughs> inanimate objects having their own Twitter account. And I, I informed uh, Mike about uh, Chris Brown's bow tie. I don't know if his Twitter account's still active. I have to go try to find that. And um, I can't remember the gymnast, but he has a towel, the Olympic gymnast, who he has a towel. His towel has a Twitter account mm. and a bunch of pictures. Look at that. Aiken's empty chair. <laughs> or Aiken, yeah. Tarkin. 
but why did they use that chair? I don't know why they used that one. And and they well maybe because they didn't. Ha- oh, that doesn't make any sense because this is the internet. And yeah, you just take the you picture. You just take of a the chair. screenshot of yeah. and hopefully they'll change that. Yeah, because that 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 would just make it perfect if they did that. Who's Who's Marcos Malitos Malitas? Uh, best part Malitas. when Aiken's story runs its course, we can start talking about Animal House uh, on the galley. Oh, that's the other thing that happened over the weekend. Um. Let me go find some more information about that. So, whenever we do come back, we, got we, we can talk about it. So I don't even know what you're referring to. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> gonna, I'm going to look it up for you. So that way, it doesn't sound like I'm just. And what was the guy's name that we found out we were referring? Uh, Robert Blake. Robert Blake we'll was. Get to that uh, when we yeah, get back we'll to do it. that too. This is uh, episode eighty of the Lost Dial, AllNoiseRadio.com. Booyakasha. Time in half, so at 13 we'll have our first drink together. 